Welcome back to Highly Suspect, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Let's do a quick recap of the last episode. Um, Pod race, wasn't it? No. <laughs> you guys it was were us, uh, uh, finding our rooms, uh, so we all got to pick where we wanted to stay in the new cast city. That's it. That's right. Um, T3 got himself stuck in the base of systems. <laughs> um, the two of you confronted Dua about his deceit. And then we're immediately deceitful to him. Only me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Garrick's only deceitful by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cass and Garrick uh, saw your holocron. You weren't able to open it, and then you had a conversation with the guest who is having you rescue Prince Gizor uh, from a Zygerian slave ship that is about to head into the Kessel Run, but is making a quick refuel at Sector 3 refueling post. And you guys uh, planned on that. You put ion missiles on the VCX, and your plan was to have Cass and Dua go onto the station to scout it out. And Garrick, you were going to just fire at the slave ship as soon as it exited hyperspace mm-hmm. to damage it so it would be stuck there a little bit longer. And so I can escape in the opposite direction right. as quick as possible. And I have five. You got five torpedoes, yep. right? Okay. But what do you have in um, piloting space? Oh, funny you should ask. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Whoops. But I have gunnery. That's what ha- has to happen here. Mm-hmm. It's the important part. Escaping, like, oh, I just have to hit a button to push a push a lever. My question, real quick, is, is Garrett planning to just do one at a time or just shoot all five and go before he even sees what happens? Well, I was going to ask if I'm allowed to shoot all five. I mean, you're a gunnery expert. <laughs> I, I was looking at my, my talent tree, and the only ones I have that affect gunnery and not just specifically like ranged light um, is the one that lets me extend it a range band. And I'm like, but do I want to make it a riskier shot? Because <laughs> they're not expecting anything when they just see me when they come out of hyperspace. So I think dump them all and blast, you know, yeah, for sure. So that's the point. Hopefully you don't vaporize them. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm not too worried about that. These are the old republic ones. They could be way more powerful. Who knows? <laughs> no, they could be duds. Yeah. That too. That is also the risk we run. But you know I'll blame yeah, do. Do they ever that. say in canon if missiles age like quaaludes or not? Um, yeah, that's just really potent now. Like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it takes a while to actually activate, but when it does. Well, it's just a thing with like the tech was so good back then, you know, and all the shields were different and all that Colto. Colto, not Bacta. Much more powerful than Bacta. That's why they switched to Bacta because they're yeah, like too, too strong. strong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so go ahead and roll Force Die so we can get our points. Two light side. One dark side. One light side. Two dark side. Good. So oh, it's an even split. Three and three, baby. I'd rather have it on our side, but I'll take an even split. So we start with the VCX exiting hyperspace. Um, the camera follows its path as it's flying, and we see that it's heading towards um, Sector 3 refueling outpost. 
Um, it's a very squat, cylindrical floating station, and it's this orange gray color with symbols for the mining guild all around it and on the face of the station itself you see hangar base um, it's actually pretty small um, but there are green lights indicating which hangers are available for you to use uh, over each hangar door and I believe this is where you guys are going to split off right mm-hmm. yep Cass and Dua you're in the auxiliary, and we see it detach and fly towards the station. You're not being hailed by anybody, and it looks like there's quite a few hangers open. Um, I would say there's about 15 hangers, and there's only about three in use as you're watching the station spin. A quick question. Um, in the information that the guest gave us, does it sound like these Zygerians do this a lot? Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason the Zygerians come to this space station is it's right outside the Kessel Run and the planet Kessel run by the Pikes need slaves to continue their mining operations and the Zygerians just bring by people as they need them as they're requested. So they use okay. this station quite often. Yeah, because I wanted to see if like they either have like a preferred landing bay or if they have one that's just like on permanent rent for them. Um, not that you can tell from the outside. Yeah, I, I figured like we had to investigate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, pictured this station is kind of just like uh, people can use it and you can get repairs here, but it's kind of odd to do that because this is this is the last stop. This, this is like, yeah yeah getting this is a the last stop a gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's the last stop. It is also kind of rough for just regular space travelers because it's run by the Pikes, the Mining Guild, and Zygerians hang out here. Kind of a little triumvirate of bad, bad people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, one quick question also. Are we... We're on just neutral terms with the Pikes, right? After the whole debacle oh, yeah. and everything. They're not going to be like flagging us and be like, those people can't come anywhere. Yep. Okay. You're good with the Pikes... Um, I don't think you guys have had any interaction with the mining guild. I mean, you dealt with Garvale, yeah. who had his own beef. But if you don't owe that mining guild money or you don't work for them, they don't really care. Yeah, I was just more interested in, in the Pike aspect because I couldn't yeah. remember if like they were like never see us again. Yeah. So and then you've never seen the Zygerians, so never. I don't even know what they are. Make a good first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is the moment like we're in space going to this, mm-hmm. so it's probably where me and are running over our plan yeah so Cass would be like Dua what do you think the best strategy for uh well I mean if we can figure out where they're going to land when for when they do their repairs I mean it'd be good just to you know have an idea there's a lot of slots open so it's a lot of ground to cover that's true I guess the best place to start would be where everyone kind of congregates maybe they'll have like a mess hall or a shopping center or something like that we can ask around in yeah no I mean that sounds good to me and you guys have credits to bribe people, right? <laughs> Garrick, are you listening in? Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys really take your open, <laughs> truthful policy very seriously, I guess. That's what best friends do. There's no, there's <laughs> nothing hidden between Garrick and I. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've got my uh, a few hundred for myself. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let, let's determine that real quick. How many credits do each of you have on 
your person. Well, collectively, we have 34,500. And I have 32,000 in my pocket. So <laughs> that's going to so limit. So a thousand each. <laughs> it's a big $1,250 credits each. That's what we have. I, I feel like carrying around like two grand. Like, I think that makes sense for yeah, this kind of mission. Where between it's each of us. Yeah. I think that's the easiest thing. Yeah. So two grand between the two of you or two grand each? Two grand probably between I, I, well, yeah, I think just one each. Yeah, yeah. one each on cool. us. So. That works. All right. So then I guess we would uh, make our way to the station. Yeah, you're just going in, finding the first available uh, to land in. As you guys reach the edge of my range, um, I'm just going to say, all right, good luck, guys. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. And I am going to hang up. Did he just say that he loves us? I'm it really is. excited. <laughs> this is going to be just a wild fucking time. Okay, um, so we didn't really discuss it last time, just for Garrick, your knowledge. Um, you're expecting them coming in within the next few hours. Okay. You're not really sure when, but we'll say that you were given that information. And I know where they're coming from, mm-hmm. so I'm lining yeah. up for that, yeah. locking it down. Yeah, so your ship is facing the exit of their hyperspace lane. Mm-hmm. So you'll know where, where that ship is coming out. And I know that the ship I'm looking for is... A YV eight six five. Yes, YV eight six five. You know it well. <laughs> um, but I am going to. I think I'm trying to have my my hyperspace jump escape lined up and calculated. Have okay the proton um, torpedoes primed. That's a everything. good point. Give me an astrogation check. No, <laughs> I don't want to. Can I have T three do it? Damn it. <laughs> okay, how hard? Um, let's do it against two difficulty and a setback because you're having to line up with where they're coming from. Yeah. And also, so Dua probably just does this normally. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. One success. And a threat. And a threat. You've got it lined up. But I'm going to say with a threat, you think to yourself, this would be fine if there was only one ship coming, but if for some reason they have multiple, I'm gonna have to take a turn to move around <laughs> to get cool. get to my hyperspace lane. I'll take that. Yeah, just if there were more just than if. one ship. Yeah, no reason there would be. Absolutely not. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's lame. Yeah, not on the last stop, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> GM loves me. That's why it's I the know. last stop. It's the last stop. Why would there be more? <laughs> Absolutely, this is absurd. <laughs> So the auxiliary lands in the first available hangar. Um, just looking out of the viewport, this is like a real grungy, gross-looking space station. And kind of looking at it, this is more like a mechanics shop than it is anything else. Um, as you land, pit droids are already beginning to refuel your ship for you. And as you step out, you see a very bored yellow Athorian in a yellow jumpsuit who just looks miserable to be there. And he slowly walks up to the two of you with a data pad that he's just staring at. And are you here for a refuel or a tune-up? Oh, a tune-up, please. Good, good. We'll have to register your ship. Is that all right? I'm going to look at Dua and let him take the lead on that one. Because it doesn't look like you've been here before. Uh, No, it's our first time, actually. 
And uh, as soon as you speak, he looks up at you, Dua, and uh, kind of does a double take, and he squints at you. He goes, have we met before? Oh, no, I just, <laughs> you know what people say about us. We like, you know, we get around, we're all over the place. <laughs> and then Dua puts, like, some goggles on. Because <laughs> uh, I know where Ben's fucking taking this. <laughs> well, uh, and he kind of shakes it off and looks back to you. Identification for the ship. A name to put it under. Put it under. If you say the Night Sister, oh, I swear to God. I was gonna say. The, <laughs> uh, I was what gonna say the Golden Flutter Plume, but if you don't want me to say <laughs> that, I don't have to say that. I, we talked about it and never landed on anything, so this is it. Yeah. You decide. You put it under the Golden Flutter Plume. A long name, as he's <laughs> typing in. Well, uh, and there's a waiting area. You're more than welcome. Uh, there's calf. Can I get directions to the cafe? Calf as in the drink. Oh. Yeah, sorry. No food here other than... No. And you look out, and um, outside of each of the hangar bays, you see a hallway that connects them all. And in the very center, just picture an auto shop waiting area okay magazines on tables this is just and you see a couple people this is purgatory this isn't anything else (laughs) (laughs) this isn't like a cool airport that has one little subway yeah anything there's no starbucks here um and uh both of you guys give me perception checks against against uh three difficulty Uh, one advantage, three successes. Cool. And I got two successes, one threat. So, Cass, um, looking around, very well hidden cameras. You are being watched. Constantly. Constantly. Pretty much wherever you go in this station. You're going to be watched. Um, and with that advantage, knowing the, just like stories in the Mining Guild, you're being put in a database somewhere. Sure. Um do uh, you see the Rodian kind of lift up his data pad in an awkward angle? And um, <laughs> there's a small flash, and he goes <gasps> and he puts his data pad down and goes, Okay, we'll get you taken care of as he kind of fast walks away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be. I know what that feels like in real life. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you do that to people? Oh, when I was in Hong Kong, it was like a daily thing. Oh. So, yeah, the two of you uh, can hang out with these pit droids that are doing diagnostics on your auxiliary ship, or you can head to the um, waiting area. Uh, I'm going to look at Dua, and I'm just going to be like, do you think we should hit the waiting room? I mean, it's we might be able to do something better than just standing around. Plus, I'd like to buy a hat. <laughs> Dua's going to go look to buy a hat that fits Laku. And like a scarf, some gloves, just <laughs> well, really shitty disguise this up. You could wear women's underwear on your head. I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to... How about well, some a scarf then, like mining guild merch or something. <laughs> well, so you head into the waiting room. Um, it doesn't look like there are any vendors or anything, but there are vending machines sure. for about everything. Um, you see... 
table with some calf on it and just a pot that's almost looks like it's starting to mold like they haven't changed it there's not been anyone here for the longest time yeah so there's what i'm guessing is there's no one in this waiting room um so there are a few people can Um, i do a perception check yeah go ahead yeah give me a give me another perception check or i can just give you the basics of what everyone looks like yeah just give me the basics at first okay so looking around you see a mining guild attendant who looks like he's on his break he's reading a magazine on his data pad and just kind of flipping through. Um, You can tell just based on the way that the people who work here look, this is a boring, boring place to work. Nothing happens. Um, There is a pike who is sitting upright but taking a nap. Nothing around him, none of his belongings or anything, so if you were looking to steal anything, not so much. And then you see this six-foot-three tall human male wearing a long black trench coat with like a blue and white striped tank top underneath it. And he is at one of the vending machines, just kind of looking over what kind of different snacks he can get. And just so you can picture what I'm picturing for this guy, he's got blonde slicked back hair and he looks like, uh, who's that actor? Um, who plays I mean, Roy it sounds Batty. Like you're describing the guy from Blade Runner. Yeah, the guy from Blade yeah. Runner. The Roy huh. Batty from Blade Runner. What's that actor's name? Rucker Howard? Yeah, Rucker Howard. Yeah, Rucker Howard. Yeah. Howard, no, no D. Howard. German. Yeah. H-A-U-E-R. Okay. Rucker Howard. That's what, he, that's what I'm picturing this guy to look like. Okay. Gross. Just, <laughs> but intimidating. Yeah, and yeah. Just, just a little bit thicker. Not a little bit more around built. in his boxer briefs. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so scary-ass Rutger Hauer yeah. looking at the snacks. Um, and you also noticed that you can tell where he was sitting because there's like four or five big black duffel bags around a seat. Sure. Um, what do you guys want to do when you get in here? I don't think he's allowed to leave bags unattended. Oh, I better call security then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we kind of lay low for a second. We sit and we observe these people for a minute. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna sit down at a spot where I can kind of see everyone, but a distance away to where it doesn't look like I'm like clearly sitting in front of them to stare at them. And I'm going to do a perception check right now. Just like an actual perception check. Yeah, go for it. Also, you've got like the ultimate version of sunglasses. you got a Mandalorian helmet. That's true. No one can see where I'm looking, and that's why I'm just going to... I always forget how three. cool. Uh, let's make it one in here. One. So what are you looking for? I'm just looking for any kind of like weird quirk that someone's doing or some kind of suspicious activity. Something that would like kind of give me an in to start a conversation with someone. Or maybe you can try to see, uh, get an idea of what's in the duffel bags. That that too, yeah. With three successes and an advantage. Are you looking for slaves in the duffel bags? Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, three successes and an advantage. Um you're looking around, you see the guy just kind of scanning through the vending machine. You're looking at his duffel bags, and uh, one of them just isn't zipped up all the way. You see what looks like plantable explosives oh. in the bag. That's why you're not supposed to leave them unattended. Yeah. That's the exact reason. Yeah. And with the advantage, I want to say, one of those bags, you can definitely see the shape of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really seem to mind. Or he's trying to hide it. 
you know? Yeah, one of four people, five people in here. Yeah, yeah I can imagine he wouldn't be. And uh, uh, Dua, while you're kind of sitting there, you feel a tap on your shoulder. And uh, you look up and up and up to this guy. And he's looking down at you. And he goes, oh, I'm in. You go to Tinsport on you. I'll seem to have left my credits in my ship. Um, sure, but you're going to have to pay for it. With conversation, how you doing, bud? And then just like oh. goes to get a snack with the guy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, goosebumps. <laughs> he shivers too, like, all right, well, yeah. Thank you, Mike. And he grabs it from you and he just puts it in his pocket. And you see that his right hand is mechanical and almost like a USB stick pops out of the thumb area and he sticks it into the vending machine and the front door just pops open. He grabs some nutrient paste and he gives you a nice curt nod and goes and sits down next to his duffel bags and peels apart what this candy bar nutrient paste junk is. <laughs> Dua goes back over to Cass and is like, well, he seems all right. Yeah, did you check out what's in his bag? <laughs> Should I look at them? Don't look yet. But that man has some, uh, he's got some hardware on him, man. He's got, uh, he's up to no good, it looks like. I don't know. Did you These see are just assumptions. Would I know if, like, did he just, like, take 10 credits from me? Yeah. And then just, like, went ahead and, like, <laughs> lockpicked the vending machine? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Did you ask his name? No. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like he's got some cybernetic upgrades as well. I mean, he seems like a serious guy. Well, the way that I see it is there's one of two situations that he's doing here. Either he's up to no good, or you just made a very, very reliable friend. I mean, he's got to be here for the same reason we are, right? Maybe. Come on, look at this place. Listen, I think, uh... I think maybe you should go get to know him a little bit better. I'll hold back. Make sure he doesn't pull anything tricky. Do I have to? And then cut to Garrick. <laughs> I uh, prime the torpedoes. Cut back to Dua. <laughs> I don't want to. That's what happens when you give a man a tenner. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I kind of... I want to... I, I have my pistols and stuff on me, I assume, and stuff. So I'm going to just kind of keep an eye on that guy. Yeah. But with the mask, I don't look like I'm exactly staring at him. Yeah. Are you sitting down? Yeah, just kind of like with my eyes up towards the visor. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like looking. Arms crossed. Looks like I'm trying to get some like little bit of rest, keep to myself. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, then, I guess Dua's going to buy some stim sticks and try to start a conversation. You go up to the open door and just open it a little more and grab a pack <laughs> that was in the vending machine. Yeah, just like nothing uh, nothing too expensive, but, you know, just middle shelf yeah. stim sticks. Right, because, like, you're not going to betray your brand just because it's there and free. <laughs> <laughs> But also, Dua leaves the cost of these <laughs> stim sticks like inside the vending machine because oh there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> okay. 
I don't need a second galaxy spanning organization hunting me down for five credits, all right? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> They'll just do that after we blow up their station. <laughs> but uh yeah, do it takes the pack over to the guy and it's like So I mean we're here for a tune up, uh what uh what brings you around these parts? Oh <laughs> and he waves off like he doesn't want a stem stick and uh Oh I got dropped off here. Just waiting for a ride. Your your friends left you, or huh, you could say that. Oh well, uh, I mean, ho- hopefully you get a ride out of here soon and do a lights the stim stick, breathes it in, just starts coughing uncontrollably. <laughs> You've done that before, man. Uh, I mean, you know, I I'm part of a new crew, so I'm you know picking up bad habits. <laughs> they they rub off on you. What about that one right there? And he points to the to Cass. Like, obviously points? Obviously points. Okay. See the one rubbing off on you? <laughs> no! <laughs> cut that shit! God damn! <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Show me on the door where he rubbed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he pays me well. What, is, what do you do for him, huh? I'm a you know, mechanic by trade, so, you know, just you know, fix things up. You know, we uh, do some runs, you know, just you know, see, wanted to see more of the galaxy. So you're not a slave? Yeah, no, I mean, we're equal crew members. But you like to hang around mining guild-operated stations. A bit odd, if you ask me. I mean, we're, we're waiting on another member of our crew, I mean. We just, you know, got separated on a job, and now we're just meeting back up, that's all. Why are you so nervous, man? Come, sit down. And he's going to pat a seat next to him. <laughs> the- I've got the death sentence in four systems. <laughs> no, dude's not going to lie. Do that. Just be like, I just, you know, I want to make a good impression. I'm- yes. Come on, sit down. Tell me about it. Dua leaves one seat space between them, but sits down and starts chatting some more. Now, tell me a story, kid. Well, you know, it all started when... My brother and I, we lost our parents, and the Dua just proceeds to tell his life story, just leaving out all the Force stuff. <laughs> we cut to Garrick in space. You're sitting there kind of bored. Yeah. Do you have any, like, Net news up or music? This doesn't seem very Garrick. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just, just sits in silence. <laughs> I think Garrick has a, a wrench and a Hydra spanner, and he spent the last five minutes trying to unstick the the lever that lets him lean the seat back. <laughs> so that's, that's what he's working on. Keeping an eye, you know, he's, he's watching. He's got the, the radar going to alert him when anything is coming in too. Yeah. But just trying to kill time. The guns are already cleaned, you know, that's it. He can't think of anything. <laughs> well, and I do assume we are, we're out of comms. I won't talk to them until I'm on the station. Yeah. If that happens. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. you're sitting there and uh, on your display panel, you get a little blip. Something's coming out of hyperspace. I look up and the, the seat finally falls back, but it's fully laid back yeah. now. <laughs> and then there's another blip. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there's two more blips. I jump. Uh, I get into the seat. I, I use Let's Ride. Damn it, I don't have Let's Ride anymore. And then there's six blips that pop up. And in front of you, you see in a squadron formation, four 
Z95 Headhunters, which if you don't know what those are, they're just X-Wings, but they don't have uh, four total wings. They just have two. Okay. They just go out. Um, they're painted in the crimson red Zigerian colors with the gold trim all over their ship. And then they are leading in the YV-865. And then above all of them is a Gazanti freighter. Oh, my God. <laughs> a Gazanti freighter with the Zigerian colors. The guest definitely just said one ship, right? Well, I don't think he said specifically there wouldn't be others. This is just the one that's got him yeah. on it, right? Um, okay. And I'm sitting where they're going to be passing me, mm-hmm. right? You're I, sitting where in their their like way, yeah. And your comms light up. You are standing in the way of the Grand Zigerian Empire. Please move your ship, or you will be boarded. Oh, on who's? Yes, okay, no problem. And I'll um, <laughs> I'll power on, but I'm gonna start like, I'm gonna just tilt it like twenty degrees and start just floating out of their, out way, of their way so that they you know the headhunters will be on my left and the <laughs> the what what is the ship again sorry the, the yv-865 the YV-86, um, is gonna pass just right on my right <laughs> sorry for uh, the interruption and i'm just gonna hang out there do they calm me again <laughs> so do you want me to roll a charm <laughs> Roll a charm. With okay. It. How hard? Make that against uh, three difficulty. Is that for their willpower or presence? That's uh, for their willpower. Okay. There's no reason I would have a boost here. There's there's like nothing. <laughs> Not any I can think. Of. Yeah. Um. All right, all right guys. Uh, so- sorry about the interruption. <laughs> just, just waiting for my turn. I'm gonna. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> well, that's a that's a Stevens. It's a it's a straight push. Three of those are, di- are blank. Yeah, it's a lot of blank die. Okay. I'm just glad there's no threats. Um, that's hard. Is there just I like wish- a moment of silence from them? That makes me feel more nervous. <laughs> um, you see the Gazanti kind of pull ahead over the YV-865 to protect it. And the headhunters are moving in formation with that now. But I can still see the YV at this point. You can still see it. How, I'm f- how clear is my path to the hyperspace lane at this moment as they start they're, passing to protect it? They're in your way. You'll okay. have to readjust. But I'm going to give you oh, dude, a destiny no, uh, point. And I'm going to say that they're going to try to tractor lock you. Okay. Tra- um, do I expect that to happen when they move up on me? Or do I have any sensor that tells me that they're that, opening that it's pre- tractor? Yeah. yeah. You have a sensor that, that at least prepares you that, hey, you're about to be yeah. locked in. Um, I'm going to gonna try to just roll out of the way okay. and just go, whoa, guys, what what are you doing here? <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> Give me a, a piloting planet or, yeah, piloting space. How difficult? 
Let's do it against uh, two difficulty. Xanti's a slow boy. Yeah. Three advantages, no successes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No successes or failures in that entire roll. <laughs> Just all advantages and threats. Okay, what what do you think three advantages looks like for you get the sensor that you're getting tractor locked. You don't succeed in rolling out of the way of it. I, I start to try to roll out of the way, right? But I obviously don't understand how they work and I'm still in the cone. I would hope i still have a chance to if i clearly try to escape it um get out but i'm losing all semblance of whoa hey <laughs> we're cool what if, if with that three that. advantages you're put in the perfect spot to shoot at the yv865 dump your ion torpedoes into it but you're gonna get locked in by the tractor babe and boarded <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you know what okay <laughs> um yeah, okay. Um, this is the uh, worst that I'm the safest person. Please. Dua's <laughs> <laughs> be like sitting next to a giant man who's got his arm around him, yeah. just like nodding along to his life yeah, story. Yeah. Very threatening. He's well, surrounded side, by explosives. Yeah, we don't know what's happening to Garrick, but he's being like, this is awful. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start screaming high important message um please stop the tractor beam i'm here for repairs it's messing with my electronics <laughs> and give it a second P- please stop <laughs> and i'll i'll roll like a deception if you need me to for that um i'm just doing that before i fire no i think it's golden okay then i'm going to fire all of them at once hey try to put one up the gazanti's tailpipe <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I've got one straight shot. I gotta gotta dump it, baby. Gotta I can't, dump it, baby. <laughs> the chance. I'll take an aim for that. Thank you very much. I've been aiming for two hours. Welcome. <laughs> um, how difficult is this shot? Medium. Okay. And because it's medium range, mm-hmm. two two uh, strong arm. Maybe I can't re-roll. It's Take a scary. bonus because you're locked in on the Gazanti. Oh, because so I couldn't miss if I tried. Well, you can, <laughs> definitely can. But I'm going to give you a bonus for a lock. Okay. Oh God. Well, I'll take that one. Uh, one triumph. One triumph. <laughs> one triumph. Here's the general. What's the triumph look like? Well, uh, so c- can we do it from the Gazanti? <laughs> They're their perspective? hearing me screaming, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> please stop. And uh, then five ion, ion torpedoes, torpedoes come out, just... just one after the other going straight and it hitting the hull of, of the, the YV-865 that just doesn't have the time to try to and do, dodge it. Yeah. And it's too clunky. And for the triumph, what I'm asking for is that these ancient torpedoes are pushing me back little by little with each one. Does that does that work for you? It just to loosen me on that tractor, babe. Just a just a skosh, just a bit. I'm gonna say with a triumph that you were saying, "Let me go, let me go," and we get a shot from the from the 
the cockpit of the Gazante <laughs> and we see the Zygerian kind of like, eh, and he disables the tractor lock right as the missiles shoot out. <laughs> and I'm going to give you one last piloting check to try and get around just, them. Just but if you fail, you are retractor locked right. and they are boarding your ship. Uh-huh. That's Full what force. I would do. That's hey, force. Garrick, I think yeah. you should upgrade. I'm, I think I'll upgrade. May I? Yeah, you can upgrade. Okay, here we go, boys. How difficult? Did I do three earlier? I don't recall. <laughs> it's one failure and one advantage. And you're you're so happy. You're like, yeah. And as you start to boost out, just gadunk, locked again, <laughs> and pulled right into the embrace of the Gazanti freighter. And an umbilical extends from it and connects to the side of the VCX. As it's happening, <laughs> I shut down all power. Uh huh. And I'm getting in the vents. <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta be doing the thing right now, it's right? Return of the Vent Dweller. Yep, I'm back to the vents, baby. Season one, Garrick. <laughs> yeah. So, so explain explain what it looks like before we cut back to these. Yeah. Two. Um. So I biggest smile Garrick has ever had as he feels it release from the tractor beam right as the the proton or the ion torpedoes are going off and uh, it worked and then I just punch it and just nothing i'm too late or something i get caught again and uh tries it two more times nothing and uh just i'm i'm just gonna power it all down this is, this is up to them now whatever they want to do they can and i run straight for the vent in my room the one that <laughs> i know best <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, i'll go ahead and i'll take my guns with me I'd hope so. Yeah. Um, the armory's locked. The double bad boy box. Do you is hit secure. the lights or anything? Uh, just, I think just all power. And no gravity. No lights. No nothing. Maybe like emergency lights yeah. or something. Oh, so you're like floating windows. up in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. so I got the rocket boots to orient myself. <laughs> this is the plan. <laughs> this is the plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the shitty Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> this is the plan. This, this is the plan. <laughs> so we cut back to um, the human. He's nodding. His eyes are closed as he's listening to you talk about your dead brother. Not how he died, just that your brother died. And he's, oh, that's a shame, man. It's like he's was my best friend. I've known him my entire life. And I, I just had to get away, you know? I lost my brother, too. Captured and sold into slavery to the Pikes. That's why I'm here. For revenge. So, get back to your ship. Save yourself. Wait, what? Hang on. No, I mean... He's gonna get real close to your ear and just say, I'm gonna blow this place up. No, I mean, hey, come on, man. This is mining guild. You know, it's like the the, the, the it's not going to hurt the pikes that bad. I mean, and come out on, one like, of the hangar bay doors, you see the flashes of five big blue ion explosions hitting the side of a ship. 
And uh, he gets up and kind of walks up and goes, well, this is unexpected. Yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> I think at that point I'm going to turn to see what's going on. Obviously, I feel like everyone, even the napping yeah, man. Every, the napping <laughs> man even gets up because you can hear the explosions just very yeah. distant. But you see <laughs> the YV-865 just kind of floating in midair. And Dua and Cass, you see your ship has not hit hyperspace yet. And it connecting to the Gazanti freighter. Do, do you like see its z- thrusters clearly trying yeah. to go <laughs> and nothing happens? And as you're looking out, you see the Z-95 headhunters just like fast and close flying around the station. Well, hey, I mean, you can't blow up the station until we figure out what happened. Come on, man. The do it nudges him playfully. <laughs> yeah. Got a gun on you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 98's probably like just oh, onto yeah, his yeah. back. Good. And he unzips his bag and he just grabs out this big trench gun. <laughs> just a slug thrower shotgun. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Dua sees that and falls in love a little bit. I'm yeah, the name, you the like smile, but then he just blows away the pike, like who just got up out of his seat, just blows him away, and then takes out the mining guild worker who is in there too, and then goes to that like hallway that connects all the hangers. <laughs> I love our new party member. Yeah, he, you go smile at each other, and he just. <laughs> Well, oh I think Dua just like kind of goes like dead face and like doesn't like freak out or anything, but just like looks back at the dead guy, looks over at the dead guy, looks over at Cass. What's Cass doing? Cass is going over to you. That's what I was going to say. It's like by the time that I realize what's going on, I'm trying to like jump over seats to get to you. Uh, obviously, this guy is gone now. Yeah, he's and just, just going to be like, so what was that about? <laughs> when you lose a brother, you'll understand foreshadowing we need to find out where it's going on with do you have a brother you (laughs) 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 but uh that guy means business we should uh he said he was gonna blow up the station let's hope we're not on it by that point yeah but also i kind of like the guy so i mean i feel conflicted and Dua's like putting his hands together and pointing at Cass, just like. <laughs> you see um, a few of these kind of like uh, beacon like probes shoot out of the, the station that are basically going to pull the YV-865 in because the ion missiles have completely shut it down. So the station itself is going to tractor lock and pull this Zygerian ship into one of its open hangar bays. And it's slow enough that you can follow exactly where it's going to go. Right. Well, do I believe that we should make our way towards that ship. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, let some of the guards off first and then try to make our move. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, Let's just act casual. So we just kind of, like, quickly walk, is what I would imagine, is, like, we're just quickly walking our way towards it. Yeah. It's not seem suspicious, yeah. but to kind of... Be spec- like almost look like spectators that are like, I just have to know what's going on. This yeah. is wild. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, well, acting casual is fine and good, Cass, but there's an armed gunman on this station. <laughs> <laughs> Duo, we're also armed gunmen on this station. And then you just hear, Doana Stali. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> uh, when did they learn my last name? And you see. <laughs> The mechanic there 
now changed out of his... His mining guild gear. Into his yin-yar uniform. Into <laughs> his armored yin-yar uniform. I think <laughs> I think we determined that they look a lot like the Rodians in um, The Force Unleashed. Yeah, Just the big yeah. bulky armor. It like, the collar, the big metal collar, collar like yeah. covers the bottom half of his face. And he's there just loaded up this big machine gun. And he says... Today, I claim the bounty on your head and avenge my brothers who died by your hand. Prepare yourself. End of episode. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Check out our website and send us a message to get free access to our Discord server. And if you feel so inclined, consider giving us support on Patreon. Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow, and our background music was done by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.